0: you wanted the best you got the best In strong language and adult content the
1: hottest podcast
0: in the world slowly
1: we
2: Revenge of the Sith, Um, Palpatine, he's like, I anoint you, Darth Vader. I guess, like, literally, it's like the kind of, or you can make up your own (laughs) nickname. Yeah, Darth... But Um, of like, oh, yeah. You're a
3: communion name when you're in a Catholic church, and when you're like 14 or whatever, you pick a...
2: I, to Darth, me, it makes me more think of, like, in Friends when Ross is, like, trying to push uh, Rossinator or Rossatron. Ross-a-tron. Yeah, yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah. trying to push Ross for everyone. Everyone's like like, yeah. uh, I'm a Darth, uh, Darth Sidious. Uh, <laughs> sounds a bit, like, Insidious, but I'm not... Uh, it's, it's totally cool. Count Dooku had the coolest one. Over oh, the thing that sounded like Dracula. Darth Tyrannus. Darth... That's very, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool, yeah. Bossy Dooku sounds out. a bit like Count Dooku, kind of Dracula. Dooku, they had to change...
1: Because uh, in one language, I, can't, I think it was like, shit, it might have been Sri Lankan or Ind- I think it was like an Asian country. They had to change it because it meant something like bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it was Duff. like count bitch. Count bitch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but now I feel like I want a character in Star Talk called Darth Bitch. bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Slow We Rock, Metals, Funners and Dumbers podcast. I'm your host, James. I'm joined by Darth Blake. Nice. And uh, Obi-Dan Kenobi. Hello. Uh, how are we doing? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. It's cool, Awesome. We're clearly excited about the new Star Wars movie. Yeah, I really am. <laughs> yeah. Well, I uh, kind of am. Yeah. I'm excited, yeah. I, I'm excited to see how it all comes together. I think hope, yeah. I'm hoping it all comes together. I think together. I'll be super excited when I'm
3: sat in the cinema. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I think the internet's killed it for me a little bit, in general. So I tend not to try and think about Star Wars too much. Mm. Um, I'm really looking forward to a The trailer's wicked. I've really been doing really my best. I think Adam Driver just does great business.
1: He's, he's and obviously the Oscar best Isaac's just
3: the best. So
1: Yeah. I've been trying not to get my hopes up since Last Jedi. Get your new hopes up. There's nothing I can do about it. Tra- JJ
3: Abrams can't end stuff, that, so this is crazy. Yeah, that trailer has
1: got me hook, line and it's sinker. It's so good.
3: What, I, I like the first trailer with her doing the... Cool backflip thing yeah. into a tie fight. I was like, "Shit!" One Fine. of the things
2: that I really liked about the trailer is like, it's like the shot, the cinematography in it is absolutely epic. But it just looks see, beautiful, yeah. Just seeing loads of like close-ups or angles of like stuff you see all the time stars so movies like Star Destroyers from like a perspective yeah. you've never seen them before, It just yeah. makes it feel so fresh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I am very excited. I'm, really keen. I'm also just see how. I mean, I can kind of guess how they tie Palpatine into it. Spoiler alert In case you haven't seen the trailer Yeah I'll come over and see the trailer At this point Yeah <laughs> or, the, or the poster Or the poster <laughs> yeah. yeah Or Twitter Or Instagram or, of the Yeah or any Star Wars fan The first one ends with his laughter Doesn't it Yeah mm. uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah. Or the video yeah. of him coming out And going Roll it again That's <laughs> <laughs> so good He was loving it <laughs> Um, well, yeah, yeah I'm I, I'm very excited to see how it all ends. And we got our tickets. Oh, yeah. I got Star Wars: socks on, again. I've just yeah. realised. So uh,
3: nice, but, uh, my boy Yoda, Broders. <laughs> probably my favourite character in all of fiction.
2: I feel like I think maybe like I say, I enjoyed the Last Jedi. I didn't really like Solo, um, but I feel like whatever, however you feel about those two movies, and I think everyone, it's like you've, most people you've liked one or the other. It's like you uh, know. It seems a lot of people hated both. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But then you also had the people who liked each one yeah. as well. But yeah, the people who hated both are very more, a lot more vocal. Yeah. But um, it. But uh, I th- I feel like maybe the people who liked solo liked it because it was quite safe and traditional. Yeah. Whereas like the people who didn't like it because it played it too safe and the same opposite for the Last Jedi in many ways. But um, as you say, one thing it feels like they're kind of getting back on track. Like yeah. In terms of like getting, just getting stuff in a direction where I think everyone's hopefully going to be happy. I hope so. Because I I enjoyed Solo. I would give it maybe like a
1: five out of 10, a five to six tops. Yeah. I enjoyed it because it was just. It's a start. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't have to think whilst you watch it at all. Yeah.
2: Um, Friend described it as the fast and furious of Star Wars movies. And I was offended for the Fast Furious movies.
1: That like, was me.
2: Yeah, that, yeah, that was like, come on, like it's no, 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 no. No, um, but uh, I just want to watch the Mandalorian. Well, good news, Jim. Five di- March, March 2020. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's you. Write the end of my. Mar- you know, in fact, they're dropping. They're getting it out there as well before the end of the fiscal year as well so like that's lit pretty much mm. as late as you can release it yeah, it really is isn't it because uh, yeah. the fiscal year ends in april yeah so then they would have to then say okay cool well, now we've ended our fiscal year on this high from releasing disney plus Plus." and if it's like
1: what 10 episodes
2: something like that yeah yeah hmm. okay and also i don't know whether they're gonna release them weekly or just Drop them all in one. I think nerd. it's weekly. It's weekly. Is it weekly? Yeah, you're yeah, yeah. gonna treat it like a TV show. Okay. that's the same cool. release pattern? Yeah, rather than like a Netflix binge
3: kind of Which thing. Which I kinda
2: of prefer, but yeah, I'm kinda of bored of the not bored of it, but like I don't enjoy stuff if I just binge it work. now on Netflix. We've been watching I don't
3: think you started it yet, but we've been watching Watchmen. I have. You have started it. Oh, I have. amazing. And I get very excited now waiting for the next episode.
2: Yeah. And having time to chew it over. That's how I used to feel about Game of Thrones. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Oh. Well,
3: I try to convince myself, but like, I can't. did as well. Yeah. I, I was. When you today what you told me about your realization.
2: Oh, I was in the shower. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was in the shower, uh, getting just uh, getting ready for work. And I started thinking about the last season of Game of Thrones. And I got really angry in the shower. I was like, fuck Game of Thrones. So <laughs> I'm like, lavering up very aggressively. I it, mean, it's backfired for those guys. It sort of has because they still got that mm. huge Netflix deal. Yeah. Also, mm. they won like um, they win like Golden Globe or something like that, or an Emmy for like best writing and best show for Game of Thrones for the last series. Yeah, but they I feel like that's going to have been like the
3: like the Return of a King getting Oscars invites for the whole the whole thing the whole thing. Yeah, but Return of the King didn't. But the thing is, the Game of Thrones <laughs> was. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Watchmen. I get very excited about what's like thinking about having a week in between. To think about... Dr.
2: Manhattan's blue penis. Yes. yes. Same. Well, yeah, that's been flopping about <laughs> Well, this series as well. Yeah. yeah.
3: So, are you, where are you up to on it? How many uh, episodes have you watched, rather? Well... We won't go we, into spoilers. We, we don't but... want to go into spoilers. Yeah. No, no, no. But are you, I'm oh, up to any... date. Okay, okay see 33 episodes. Are you though. enjoying yeah. it? Yes. It's great, isn't it? It's... Yeah. Except... I think they've been
1: incredibly smart with how they've done it all. I do. I've kind of called every single thing so far that they've put out. Yeah. Um... But I mean, a lot of it echoes. Like
3: it. Yes, echoes the film. Well, the the, the comic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How great is Jeremy Irons in it, though? Isn't he just wonderful? The- the best piece of casting. Yep. Really good. It's as soon as I saw
1: him, I was like, oh, that has to be. Yeah, but yeah, also, I thought, I thought exactly yeah. So they the
3: same talk thing. about this <laughs> yeah. in, there's a podcast coming, an official HBO podcast for Watchmen, Okay. where every three episodes, they sit down, they, actually the writer of Chernobyl sits down with the writer of Watchmen um, oh, cool. TV show and talks to me about those three episodes that have been on. Okay. Uh, and they talk about how they realised, well, they wrote it as like a reveal of who yep. Jeremy Linus plays, which I won't say, even though it's obvious. But even they acknowledged when they were making it like it was going to be obvious. They realised yeah. it would be obvious yeah. very quickly. Fine. So, which is fine because it it
2: it's not played off as like a big I I, I think the, f- the fun of it to me is if you know what that character's like, how different they yes. are. Yeah. And the fun is like seeing the change of circumstances yeah. for that character... And whether yeah, whether they chose to reveal it in the very last episode, it's all about the unraveling of yeah, that character agree, rather yeah. than their actual you know their previous identity. Yeah. Um, I, I was very happy. Like I thought in the very first episode where you know you still got um Doctor Manhattan on Mars and like, but that like, you've yeah, got like, like actual that. like satellites that can see him from you know see yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. Like it's, I thought it's it's interesting as well because, I don't I don't know how it. I would just say for anyone who has read or seen the movie of Watchmen, I would say, yeah, because the book ends on a kind of... Slightly different. Yeah, but, like, the, the kind of... Made, the end of the book, is, it's a kind of weird, like... Would you say... What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, is it Pyrrhic pirif- pirif- v- Victory? Pyrrhic. Pyrrhic Victory. In yeah. that, like, yeah, the kind of... The world gets saved one way or another. Yeah. But the cost of it was so high. Well, yeah,
3: as as Doctor Manhattan says to uh, a character
2: at the end of that book, uh, "Nothing ever ends." Yeah, which is yeah. kind of. And then you, yeah. the, the show picks up, and actually, in guys, read Watchmen if you haven't. Yeah, read Watchmen by Um, and Dave Gibbons, yeah, absolutely incredible. Um, but then when the show picks up, um, yeah, like, actually, things are as fucked, but just in a different way. Yeah, yeah, you know, you've got yeah. like, yeah, this like huge like the the cops are all in masks. You've got like, I I, I
1: love the relationship with the police and everything. Yeah. yeah, it's great, isn't it? It's so it's smart. It's so interesting. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's genuinely, it feels like something new.
2: Yeah, it yeah. really does. It's really smart, yeah. really yeah. clever. It's like the things it's commenting on, like, uh, yeah, police brutality. Yeah. Like the fact that he has to, uh, the cop had to call in to get them to release his gun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before he could then do that, stop and search was I thought it's really really cool. also um, maybe really good, good maybe idea. yeah, quite a good idea <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also but then um, the
3: detectives don't have any problems. Yeah, going all out and just beating people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. They're,
2: they're fascists basically. Yeah, it's it and then just like the way it's commenting on like yeah on it's reflective of like yeah race in America at the moment when you think because yeah. I guess what you yeah, think when he was probably developing it, uh, the writer. Of the show it, it would have been probably around or after when they had like the tiki t- torch marches and stuff. Yeah, like that. Right. yeah, he
3: covers quite a lot of this in the podcast, so I'd recommend. Yeah, he's much more. Stop this podcast now. I I guess guess it's a, podcast. Maybe but, uh, do yourself a favor. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: yeah, a lot of it ties in. He said like the roles that masks play in day to day life now. Um, this is before the Hong Kong stuff, but obviously that really ties in with it. Yeah. Um, and yeah about uh like antifa and about uh black lives matter
2: and all of that and it, it's hard to describe it the way he presents yeah. it is really good i was, so was listening to him yeah i was trying to do like the kind of quick like pitch to my sister i was like yeah i'm watching the show watchman it's amazing it's based on a comic or a film whichever one you want um probably more of a comic than the film yeah but um and i was like oh she was like what's it about i'm like Okay, <laughs> so the cops—they all wear masks—and there's these racists, and they all wear masks that look like a superhero from the 80s, but not really superheroes. And then back in the 80s, they're yeah. all these heroes, but they'd been outlawed, and they were, and they kind of got back together. But then loads of stuff happened in the 50s and 60s. Yeah,
1: I gotta say as well, it looks beautiful. Yeah, really well and shot. Really shot. Really it's well so good. It? Yeah, yeah every, just the colour on it. And you is can tell they've put thought
3: into every single. A bit
2: like a comic book, they put thought into every shot and every composition you know, yeah. within it. Do you know what I love it as well? Uh, Tim Blake Nelson, yeah, uh, whose mask is the like mirrored. I love yeah. it. That mask is so cool. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I like
1: his look and the way he talks reminds me of another masked character. Yeah, exactly. From, yeah,
2: it's, like, yeah. Which again, is all part of it. It's, it's, of. it's yeah. wonderful. I guess, it's yeah, oh, I Reznor and Alan Mulder. So
3: Night no, Night's Nails. Uh, not Alan um, Alan Mulder. Oh, I think it's Alan Moore.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Do uh, the soundtrack. Yeah. Well, I mean, because like Alan Moore um, is actually, he's part of Ninja now. Right, Ninja okay. Nails is like officially like a two piece rather than just a Trent Reznor thing.
1: This, that, yeah, that makes so much sense. The soundtrack is so yeah. nice now isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really is. I, so really they, cool.
2: they're putting it out on vinyl, but it comes with all this like amazing lore stuff as well. Cool. Yeah. And like, cool. oh, don't I'll save a lot of money on it. Does Alan Moore hate it? Well, he he <laughs> doesn't want anything. He's not. I think mean, if he's comments on it, I don't think people even bother asking him any these days. No, no leave like, him right? alone. I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He just he's very precious about his work. I think mean, in I respect that in one in one yeah. regard, but it's also slightly hypocritical in others because he. It's like how Prince I'm tying it to music. Hate, never never wanted his songs to be covered. Ah, uh, because Ross. Atticus Ross, that's it. Sorry, Alan, Alan Moore is yeah. a producer, another yeah, yeah, yeah. producer as well, that he's worked with. Atticus Ross, yeah. Sorry. Uh, great name. Trent Reznor, and Attic- Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. I oh, know. What a great he, pair of names. Trent picked him on name alone, That was surely. it, yeah. And they also look kind of similar. They've got a okay. like kind of slightly bent, wonky nose. Right, okay. Yeah, it's very <laughs> odd. Um, and there's basically a pair of 50-year-old goffs. Uh, anyway, um, uh, yeah, Alan Moore... like Prince never liked his songs being covered and was very... Very um, controlling over his music, but would also cover other people's stuff. Um, And Alan Moore is very much like he—he thinks he he writes for comic books. That is a medium for his work, Mm -hmm. and anything else he wants them to do. To the point where he's actually—he's turned down money. Like he didn't make a penny from *V for Vendetta* the movie or *Watchmen* the movie. Well, yeah, but when he wrote
3: *Watchmen*, he wanted to tell a story that he felt could only be told through. Uh, the comic book medium, yeah. yeah, and I feel the film proves de- that right. I feel, right yeah. yeah, I feel to some degree he is right with Watchmen in particular, because um, I've started rereading it <laughs> since TV shows come out, and it it does lose something uh, in the in the transition to film. And I think partly I actually don't yeah. think uh, Zack Snyder quite understands what it's really about the book. Oh, is that Zack Snyder as well? Yeah. So okay. I feel like he's okay. Interesting. Captured
1: the look of it, yeah, without actually getting to yeah. I, yep. I really enjoyed the film and I think it was an amazing I like adaptation but yeah. I think what it's missing is that there's just a constant looming I, well I guess you've got the whole um, the countdown the doomsday, doomsday clock, yeah, exactly. yeah but there's just like a constant <clears throat> it's the equivalent of having you know you listen to piece of music and there's just like a real tense like single yeah. violin string just going through or something. It's like, like the, the Joker yes.
2: theme in Dark Knight. yeah that exact thing. Yeah, yeah. The
1: book has that
2: feeling. Yep. Yeah, it does. It really it, does. Yeah. Right? Like you know you know the end of the world is coming at one point. You're just wondering what it's gonna be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's um it's like it's the it's a constant pressure cooker. Yes. And the the move the movie doesn't have that in the same way no. at all. You don't feel like the end could happen any second. But it looks real good. And they, yeah, he bought the casting of Ozymandias <laughs> as yeah. well. I mean, he's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Aesthetically, Zack Snyder is fantastic. He probably should have been a cinematographer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's kind of left it at that. Um, or just be like a music video director or something. But well, um, Talking of the end of the world, Jim. the end of the world. Talking of cinema, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I So I went to the cinema on... When we talk about... we? We've been talking about a lot of film, I guess, on this episode, but like the TV and stuff. So all ties in. I went to the cinema on <laughs> Wednesday to see a... What I thought was going to be a concert movie. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we talked about it in another episode. Did, did you not... I I never got the impression it was going to be a, like a live concert. I thought it was going to be exactly that. Okay. I
3: thought, I, in my head, I thought it was going to be like the Metallica... Through the Never where it's a con- is it never? Where it's a concert film, yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. also got a bit of a sort of music video narrative to it, yeah, real, but which is a really cool film. C- so right, okay,
2: so I went to okay. see Slayer's The Repentless Killergy, <laughs> which I hate <laughs> saying Slayer, out like, loud. Can you just can you repeat that for me one time? It's, call, Slayer. it's called Slayer, The Repentless killer g good okay okay great from the mind of a 14 year old boy I was gonna say,
3: i'm pretty sure i've written that on a school book when yeah. i was yeah. at some point so, uh, thrill house
2: yeah I went, <laughs> I went with a yeah like a couple of mates and i w- i was expecting a concert movie and part of that was my own kind of bias in the fact that metallica had released a concert movie yeah. for like a limited time just a few weeks prior because uh, they did their show with the San Francisco Simpsons yeah. with a second one and they yeah. broadcast it in
1: cinemas and, so, and there's, there's loads of those there's like isn't there a Bruce Springsteen one that was at cinemas yeah. not long ago there's, yeah well now I think it's out this, now
2: yeah. uh, Andre Rio,
3: of course he's, yeah because yeah. Springsteen didn't want to just do a concert film and I don't think he's touring this album so yeah he came up with the idea of writing some bits to go along with the footage okay. of him playing yeah uh, cool.
2: are those, yeah. Bit, I really like are those, are those bits and X. Nazi with an eye patch murdering Nazis? Uh, No. (laughs) At any point in the movie, does Bruce Springsteen, gutter man, Pull out his guts and show them to his face. I mean, I haven't, I haven't, d- I haven't seen sound, it. But when he was on Graham Norton, he didn't mention <laughs> that.
3: So I'm guessing not. Uh, I think a lot of it's about him looking back over his life. And I think, I think Graham stuff. Norton
2: hadn't applied him enough drinks. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was <laughs> it. <laughs> probably, yeah. Okay, so I wouldn't think it was going to be a constant movie. The movie starts. Does and, the Slayer stuff have that in it? Because if it doesn't, it'll okay, be amazing. And, it's, and it says in it, it goes, um, it says, uh, stick around after the credits for a live performance from Slayer. And I was like. <laughs> wait what <laughs> <laughs> what's going on strong, so it starts with an interview and it's the band sat backstage at the la forum uh for a third, like one of like two sold out nights there yeah. yeah just kind of talking about their career uh it's about like the new album and how well it's done uh how surprised it was talking about one thing that was quite nice was like they talked about doing the big four tour oh, and, nice. and, cool. and kerry king who's like He's very, should we say, confident? If borderline arrogant,
0: basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, basically, like he
2: said, when when the big four came tour came up, he was like, "Yeah, I don't really care, but the fans will, will love it, so I'll do it." And okay. like, I'm not like the big fucking paycheck, <laughs> As well. yeah, yeah. but like yeah, he was like, "I'll do it for the fans; would be cool." But he said, "And we toured with Megadeth, and we've toured with Anthrax, but we've never actually toured with Metallica. We see him every five years at a festival." Yeah. Uh, and then that's about it and he was like oh it was really cool to actually tour with those guys and hang out and it's like oh yeah like Lars and Kirk are like good friends it was really cool <laughs> and he was like and then Tom was like yeah that's like one of the only tours like the only bands we've ever wanted to tour with we'd never ever got to tour with like they were yeah. like I didn't we, know that we played with like Sabbath we played with like Priest played with Maiden like Megadeth and Amphrax like you name it they played them like we never actually got to do a tour with Metallica huh. and that's they, crazy yeah and they talked about the new album how works done, and how like Nuclear Bass really got beh- behind it how high it charted for them and I was like oh it's yeah, a good album yeah. yeah I was like this is a good time to be a Slayer fan now they're they calling it quits like Nuclear Bass like we finally fi- signed Slayer it's amazing <laughs> like well, it's been fun guys <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, so, yeah that's all they've ever wanted <laughs> really yeah. And yeah. so anyway this interview ends okay Okay. and how long was the interview Probably about twenty minutes, and you're like expecting that. the credits to roll. i mean a live concert. Yep. So <laughs> then, the, just then, so. then you cut to the band walking out of a dressing room, and there's something like in black just on the floor in front of them, and the band stop and look down at it, and then blood just like washes down the screen, and it says Slayer, and I'm like, okay, so we're gonna go into the concert now. <laughs> cut to uh, a man like in like a desert as the sun's going down, uh, like. Digging a grave, Okay. while Danny Trejo narrates about like the Fuck. like need for like revenge and how all-consuming it is, and uh, how like can we change like the sins? <laughs> that wasn't of the- scripted either. Yeah. That's just <laughs> Danny Trejo's memoir. You lose <laughs> your mind a little bit when you heard Danny Trejo. Well, I kind of suspected that he might be in it because he's in the music video for Repentless, yeah, you know? right. uh, which is an amazing video, and mm-hmm. I've seen it on the big screen as I explained. So, and he's talking about, <laughs> it and then the guy that this. Guy in silhouette, because I assume it was Danny Trejo, it's not Danny Trejo. He picks up a cross, which is wrapped in barbed wire, <laughs> and he sticks it in the ground. Okay. And then he sort of like rides off, and Danny Trejo, I can't remember how he says it, it's so awkward, but it's like, men like him, they're repentless, or something like that. I'm like, repentless <laughs> isn't even a word. <laughs> got to get it in there, I've got to And so it goes through the credits, and, and it just listed... says,
1: a film by Rob Zombie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, the guy's name is like, DJ McDonald, but the way the way it was spelt looked like or like in the type looked like his name was DJ MC Donald. <laughs> multi <More> talented. <Yeah. laughs> so um, basically, so the plot of the movie is about a ex neo Nazi from a group called like the Hand. For BJ McDonald. Yeah, BJ McDonald. <laughs> yeah, who uh, very multi talented. <laughs> who basically leaves this white power gang. And Wayne Isham did the live. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, leaves the white power gang. Leaves the white power gang when I guess he falls in love with like a black woman. and so That'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> and so the movie starts him walking into like, um, like a roadside diner. It's empty. And there is a body in the middle of the diner that's covered in like 500 knives. <laughs> and he walks in and he picks up a photo in the guy's jacket and it's this, it's this pregnant woman. Uh and he looks at the back and there's a mess saying, like, oh, if you ever want to see your fucking wife again, you know, you gotta you're gonna pay traitor kind of thing. But out of nowhere, like five 500- Is it his is it his Yeah, oh, okay. I guess you find out later, like in the most like unsurprising reveal okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <listen>. <laughs> So anyway, then like 500 dudes in Balaclavas all burst into uh this diner and it starts with like this John Wick style gunfight, but it's it's like maybe John Wick Via like a uh, what's his name? We did like Hostel, Eli, Eli Roth. Roth. Like psh, so much gore and blood <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Okay. As, and That's, um, yeah, this is so then far. Yeah, but it starts playing Slayer song, uh, "You Against You." So it plays some new songs off yeah. of the album. And I'm like, okay, cool, I get it. Yeah, it's gonna be some songs, some videos. Uh, so it's because so like it turns out the music videos are recorded for the album. They kind of have this story. And They're all kind of interlinked, and so but they were all released kind of out of order. So, oh, this actually okay. ties it all together. So, um, he kills all these Nazis, and then someone manages to get away. The police can re- arrest him a week later. He's in jail, uh, he manages to like break out of his cell. Then there's a huge prison riot, and that's the video for yeah, Penless, okay. which everyone's seen with Danny Trejo in it. Oh. Uh, and it's also got Vernon Wells as well. That's it. As like the one of the prison Wardens. <laughs> yeah. John. Uh, uh, he is in commando. I'll be waiting, John. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> okay. When I knew it was you, I said I'd do it for free. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a fat Freddie Mercury in, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: in the chainmail vest. Yeah. yeah. John. And he's also in uh He's, he's wears in Mad Max as Wez. well, who wears like, uh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Be still, my dog. Of war. <laughs> my dog of war film. Yeah. So, oh. uh, anyway, so like there's a prison riot, and it's called then it cuts to then, like, the guy trying to escape prison. He gets grabbed by some guards. Yeah. But I mean, it turns out the guards are part of his white power gang, so they knock him around the head, oh. and they throw him into a laundry basket, and they sneak him out of the prison. Okay. Then cuts to the next music video, which is a song by a so-called Pride and Prejudice, which is the last song off the last album. And the song is basically a middle finger to white power movement. And I was like, that's a really good way for Slayer to end their career, to say, fuck all of those yeah. people, that people yeah. all that, that movement yeah. people have tried to associate with them. And I was like, that's kind of cool. So then it cuts to them playing the song. And Danny Trejo and this guy, this one-eyed ex-Nazi... Uh, in this basement with like all of these like swastika flags, and this guy's like, "You're a traitor to your race." Uh, so he pulls out this like big old Nazi knife, and he tries to throw him to his like, "You gotta kill Danny Trejo," and he's like, takes the knife. And he's like, "No," it starts stabbing all these Nazi dudes. He stabs a guy, pulls his guts out. Shows it to him, um, <laughs> right. like they, they, just like Springsteen. Yeah. I feel it's fair fault for giving him a big knife. Yeah, they, 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 <laughs> but then they bring out his pregnant wife uh. and they stab her like fifty times, like in Game of Thrones during the Red Wedding, oh, like yeah. that. Fuck. Yeah, and that just enrages him. And then yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. So turns out he doesn't take it well. Turns out upstairs, one of the leaders of a Nazi gang is who it might be implied as his dad is upstairs with his wife and his children about to have, like, a Christmas dinner. And then he opens up the, like, cellar door and Danny Trejo goes up there, murders this guy (laughs) in front of his wife. Oh, my God. And then turns to kill the wife as the camera kind of cuts away. But I think the dad is also the dad from the music videos for um, Twisted Sister. (gasps) No, I was about to joke about that.
0: Yeah.
3: We're not going to take it. Yeah. Turn down that rock and roll music. Well, now I have to find out.
2: What... It's it's Keep like going. another notable actor. So then I'm like, okay, that's what the music video is. Please start this concert movie. I just wanna watch Slayer play. Yeah. Um, no, there's way more. <laughs> there is so much fucking more. Cause there's a comic book based on this uh, Which I'd completely forgotten about forgot. Well. So well. So then it goes on to this the guy, the main character, like on a kind of road trip, and you see a dude walking along, and he's kind of like hobbling along, and this truck runs him down. And he's basically trying to find uh, a guy called Luther, who is somehow connected to the White Power Gang. Of course, of course, the name uh, is Luther. Yeah, and uh, I'm trying to find uh, Bill, Moseley. Bill Mosley. Bill Mosley. Bill Mosley. That's the Nazi dad. Uh, so anyway, he's trying to. Uh, he's called Wyatt. This oh, yeah, guy. Bill Mosley isn't the guy. Yeah, from but Twists Bill. History, yeah. yeah. So anyway, he's trying to find this uh, this uh, Luther dude, and so it's like a montage of him just like beating the fuck out of dudes, stabbing them. At one point, he stabs a guy's hand into, like, a um, like a, a lamp a lamppost with, like, a, a blade. Okay. And then he, like, punches him in the face so that the blade kind of goes through his hand. And like, it's, like, real gory John Wick stuff. Didn't look like, good. Yeah, no, it looked great. Cool. But, like, it was just non-stop. Because at least with John Wick, you have those stylish moments where he's, like, yes. he's getting his suit on, he's getting his guns, or you yeah. see him in his car, or you have, like, the weird kind of <laughs> lore of that world. So, like, they actually... They break it up a little bit. This is just non-stop murder. It sounds Uh,
3: relentless.
2: Yeah, it is (laughs) repentless is what it is. Uh, At one point, like, it's one guy, like, he gets, like, the tow tow cable for his truck. He ties it around the guy's throat. Then he attaches it to a tree. And then he tells him to try and, you know, find, like, Luther. uh, And he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. So he pulls this photo of the guy's family. He's like, I'm going to get your family then. he's like, no, where? I'm sorry, man, not them. (laughs) Then he, like, hits the the, uh, winch on the tow truck, on the tow cable... And the guy says, "Just pops off, flies like, <laughs> into the air." Oh, I have to watch this um, now. I, I was like, "I need a piss break." I go also to the, toilet. the eye patch as well. Yeah, you know? yeah. Mm. I, I come back from the toilet, and when friend Ryan leans over, goes, "You missed it," but um, he went to that guy's house and he just like murdered the wife and the kids. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> this is out on Blu-ray by yeah. the time you hear it. So well. anyway... Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Okay. So then, it, then he, <laughs> he like kills like one more dude looking for Luther, and he goes. I'll never tell you where Luther is. And it's like, you're gonna tell him it's like, Okay, I'll tell you where Loufa is. <laughs> like, like, he's in the one place you can't go. And he hands him a flyer, and it's a flyer for the, for the Slayer part. gig oh, at the LA oh, forum. Okay. No. Because somehow his guy can't get into like a Slayer concert. He's sold he's out like, though. I that mean, must be yeah yeah, yeah the yeah, whole place you can't go is somewhere that's laggy
1: yeah, yeah we like, know how much is in your account yeah and he's like on... <laughs> yeah he's like Lou Lou it.
3: he's like place.
2: Lufa's gonna be there um he's got some business to take care of Lufa I was like then so the it's guy yeah the guy like pulls out a phone and he first is like hey you still pull you still doing favors and like it cuts to the slag it cuts to the performance of Angel of Death. And it's just, like, a regular, like, really well-shot, like, performance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, like, performance, yeah. yeah. Which is cool. uh, And... But then it keeps cutting to this sleazy-looking dude uh, who, like, had a bit of a Tommy Wiseau kind of vibe uh, walking through Correct. the crowd looking incredibly suspicious. And this woman kind of, like, following him as well. The guy started, manages to make his way from the floor of the arena where they're playing backstage to the dressing room yeah okay and he's walking by the dressing rooms okay. and he's looking and he gets to like the slayer media room and he pulls out his pistol and as he's about to kind of go into the media room this woman sneaks up behind him like they struggle she turns a gun on him and shoots him there's a bang slayer then walk out of the media room, where they were doing the interview at the beginning of the movie. Oh, uh, what? And they see this corpse slumped on the floor, and they look down at the corpse, then they look up at the woman. She turns around, and she's like, you're welcome, Slayer, and walks off down the corner as the police kind of run round, completely missing her. And then they look inside this guy's jacket, and he's got a photo of all of the members of Slayer there, and someone had contracted him to murder Slayer. <laughs> what? <laughs> But we never find out who. And then it cuts then well, to like... That sounds very unsatisfying. Yeah. It then cuts to like one of those like, you know, um, Is, Hollywood... Was the
1: woman like introduced in any of it before? No.
2: Okay. Uh, but it cuts to... But uh, she she did
1: the job because this guy couldn't get a ticket. Couldn't we get a ticket to Slayer. the Slayer. She had
2: a ticket to the Slayer yeah. game. Yeah. She was already, well, I'm already here. Yeah, precisely. Uh, I'm not too bothered about missing the support, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it comes, then it goes to him, and he's in one of those, like, you know, uh, mansions uh, overlooking like the Hollywood Hills. They've got those big balconies, Yes. And stuff, yeah. Um, and he's there, and he's got, like, an AK and, like, a rifle, and he's, like, wrapping them up, and he gets text message from D, and it's like, it's done. And then he goes, he's like, oh, my God, why, and, you know, Lufa's dead. <laughs> Luther. Lufa. <laughs> Danny Trader then steps out the shadows, and he's wearing this, like... Pinstripe suit, a top hat, and a big gold chain. <laughs> <laughs> is the pin- Does it please tell me it doesn't have sleeves. Oh, it have <laughs> sleeves, yeah. Oh, like a
1: wrestler.
3: And,
2: um, and he's like... Uh, and Danny Trey is like, is, is Lufa dead? He's like, yeah, it's done. He's like, I guess it's over for you now. It's like, it's never over. There's always more people that need punishing. And Danny Trey kind of like, he's like... <sighs> then it ended up just driving off again. in the sunset <laughs> looking for more Nazis to kill <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell roll credits fuck is it a full Slayer concert in the middle then, of the... A, then no no then what? the Slayer concert starts oh did you watch the whole concert after that I stayed to the end oh. um, Ryan and James left they were like they, I think they got they got to like I think there was maybe probably four songs to the end they were like oh, man because the we just wanted to watch was like the Slayer <laughs> yeah. movie the actual concert and they were like yeah, it's getting lame, man. I'm gonna call it quits. I'm like, I'm sticking this out just in case. Yeah, like, they left Hell Awaits. There was still like chemical warfare. Chemical rain, warfare! Yeah, rain and blood, angel of death. And then. That's- How many people yelled Slayer at the cinema? One person. Good. You need someone to do yeah. it. Yeah, everyone. Everyone was huh. waiting for someone to say it. They'll, um, they'll, you <laughs> could cut the tension with a knife I suppose you're in a uh, cinema so you can't really exactly. yeah exactly you could cut the tension with like a big old Nazi knife yeah yeah and, <laughs> uh, and Danny Trejo walked in and yeah you wait you will <laughs> yeah, wait until yeah. Slayer and then when it comes like you know you get the um BBFC uh, rating, it's like Slayer. It's like, everyone just went, yay! You know, like, Tension was released really amazing. Um, yeah. But it was kind of weird because you're watching the concert, you watch every song, everyone's kind of like afterwards, they're like, do you clap after the song? like, they're not actually there yeah. playing it. It was a bit of a weird experience. Yeah. Uh, the couple of guys in front of me, one was just starting his own, like really headbanging, really going for it. <laughs> nice. Right. And, I kind of right. like, and I was like tapping my foot and like nodding my head long. Like when you hear that, um, the riff to Rain and Blood, not just the did do but yeah, like the yeah. actual flashy. dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't help but, like, you know, especially in like a loud city when it's like right human, like human. Well, yeah, exactly. <Norwegian> 20 foot, like, you're know, doing it now concert. just thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I kind of turned around and I was like, Some people, yeah, everyone was having a generally good time. After the concert, like, when it rolled credits, everyone actually started applauding. I was like, yeah, that's fair enough. Like, applaud the concert bit. God, they were so good when we saw them. I know we talked about But, like, it was basically just the same set as that. But, like, oh my God, I was not expecting, like, no. How long was it the oh, the pre-show? God, I like fucking forever. The
1: pre-show movie. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I think I I did like two toilet breaks in it. Yeah. Um, I think Ryan might have gone out actually gone out for a smoke, which meant actually leaving the cinema, <laughs> leaving yeah. the shopping center and coming back oh, again yeah. and it was still I just love someone whispering, "Oh, by the way, he murdered the wife." <laughs> and the kids. Uh, <laughs> just to fill you in. Uh, And as I was leaving uh, this movie, like slightly (laughs) shell shocked, and walking through uh, Cabot Circus and they're just putting up all the Christmas decorations. Uh, I was hoping you, Danny Trejo stepped out from the shadows
3: of like Scribbler and and the the,
1: Scribbler. She only shot my finger off my head from. She's getting a politically themed birthday card. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, Wyatt walked out of a Yankee candle store <laughs> Wyatt, <laughs> looking
3: upset. I do love it when they just have one name characters. Yeah. It's just obviously because it's a music video, but it's just.
1: It's great. It's yeah. great.
2: Um, so yeah, that, that was an experience. Repentless How would you think
1: there's Killergy?
2: was a killer G? So I thought Free that, music
1: videos
3: full of. Yeah, I apparently. thought it was like. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Is, were there. I think there might have been a fourth video. I think I missed one of the videos they might have done when I was in the toilet because on the credits they meant they had all the songs they listed and they had one of them which i don't remember seeing in the the video for okay uh it called like piano wires yes. that's maybe what. that's where the and now i'm wondering cuz when it said piano wires i was like maybe i missed that and that might be when he killed the wife i was like did he actually use piano wires to murder her oh we we'll have to get the blu ray and find yeah, out. yeah so oh. yeah. yeah.
1: okay we should we should do this yeah
2: yeah so yeah, that was uh, that was that. That was an it sounds like the most slayer thing ever, though. Like... It was honestly, they, it's just you know, where it says like um, with like Luke Besson movies, yeah. And it's like it's like insp- you know, uh, story concept by Luke Besson. Yeah, I yeah. expect to say like yeah, based on original idea, or like Golf Merengue based on original melodies, <laughs> whistled by Golf Merengue. I was yeah. like, I actually expected to say like from the mind of a horny teenage boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if there's four songs in it, wouldn't it be a quad G? So I think I think they, I, so I think there might have been three songs and three videos, but also as well, um, family murder in the you, middle, the movies is gets you into the interview, the action movie and then the concert I the interview well. uh, turned into the narrative yeah it, all, it, all, it does all tie in <laughs> I think I think uh, BJ MC Donnell, Um <laughs> I think he BJ is, MC Dr. Donald. yeah I, I think he might have approached them at some point about doing the trilogy of videos in the movies because like they talk about like Tom was like what's your favorite thing about the new album and he was like kind of doing the video stuff because like people even, even like our famous songs like Seasons in the Abyss people don't know we have videos for them and like you came, he's like and you came along with like a creative idea, uh, and oh the bloodline video is great when they're all in the suits. Oh, i That's just when it's bleeding, right? Yeah, the, yeah, that's yeah. one of the coolest yeah. videos ever. Great, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I've
3: never seen one for seasons in the abyss, For instance,
2: oh, oh is it's that great. the one in like the uh, desert? It's in of, Egypt. Yeah. yeah. Okay, no, I don't. They're just that like one. on like a uh, like a kind of old sort of boat floating down the an Nile and, and the. And Tom Ray just like raises his hands up in the air. It's like okay. the big riff kicks in, oh, and then really the cool. way the way it's the shot weekend. is really good as well. Because it's like oh, it's them like in the same position, framed the same, but the background keeps changing to like the Nile to the pyramids. Oh, okay, to things stuff. Like, it's, a really, it's a really yeah. it's a really good video. Good yeah. song. Yeah. Um, Jesus, that sounds like a lot. F- it was like the op- like. Have you seen like Opeth? Tie in <laughs> on yeah. Sunday, which was like the, the thinking man's like battle yeah. band to go to like a pubescent <laughs> teenager uh, with like bucking and murdering on the mind. It, do you know what? So there was, um, to anyone
1: that's listening that isn't familiar with it. There was a, um, a club in Bristol called the Beer Caller. They had loads of bands playing thought
2: So I thought this movie is destined to be played on in the background of rock clubs so, for
1: years to come. Yeah, they used to have this kind of really grim metal night. It was amazing. Uh, it was called Fucked. with spelled with a PH. It's still fine. going,
2: but the lanes now. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. There you go, all right.
1: Yeah. Um, but they used to always be some kind of... It was usually a Rob Zombie movie or something yeah. like on the big screens at yeah, the side. Yeah, yeah.
2: This sounds like absolute prime material. I, I, that's for exactly that, what right? I was thinking about. Like, um, whilst Bodies
1: is playing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Like
2: Ryan turned to me was like, "Where's everyone else? You guys should be writing about this." Yeah, <laughs> kind <know. yeah>, yeah. <laughs> of uh, pass me by. Yeah, I only just saw, I saw it. I was like, ah, oh, yes, yes late cinema. Why not? Yeah, uh, my fault for not doing my research.
1: I just kind of assumed well, kind it kind of would be a didn't. film. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yes, it might be funnier. Off. Yeah,
2: completely. I um, just kind of
1: assumed it would be a film. Yeah, that seems like exactly like the kind of thing Slayer would do. Is that exact movie? But then, when when right.
2: I when it started with like the narrative, I thought then that's when I started to think, oh, it's going to be intercut with the actual concert footage. Yeah, life uh, right through uh, than ever. That then I, then not, then not I thought that. Film. Then I hoped that. Then I prayed that. <laughs> and like, oh my god, it's just there's because there's it's just relentless. there's long long gaps of that music as well in it, which is the worst bit. Like the most egregious <laughs> bit of it is like because there's no narrative in it, no characters, no, no plot or anything. But so they're like, what is like, fuck, just put another song in
0: there, anything.
2: Like Slayer have like a hell of a back catalogue and you can't even put like an extra song in there. Just to, like some Slayer songs to keep it going. Amazing. Because also weird is like you then you heard like say three or four Slayer songs, then you then watched them play those songs again. Yes. Which is like slightly weird as well. Yeah. It sounds draining, if I'm honest. But hence why <laughs> Ryan and James left <laughs> before the end. It was, sort of, sure. it was a really draining experience. But um, I'm glad I saw it because Slayer are fucking great yeah like, like i listened to uh, also listen to uh show no mercy and hello waits like i feel like a, a slightly semi-forgotten early Slayer yeah because yeah. of like how big a jump to rain and blood well it, people it
3: considered them a joke didn't they yeah and then they did rain and blood show
2: mercy is really good Everyone if you apologize. realize that it's basically just a judas priest 100%. slash venom tribute album it's yeah. really yeah. fun yeah hello waits it's not too keen it's on super those. cheesy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly Hello, 8 is when they try and get a little bit more serious, but like they don't have, they try and write slightly longer songs, they don't have the chops for it at, at that point. Yes. It doesn't quite come together, but you know, nice to those albums. It worked out for mode, didn't it? Well, when you've seen the Repentance Killing right, you know, movie, you're so yeah. sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um We went to another gig. Well, we yeah. actually went to a gig because that wasn't actually a gig, it was yeah. a recording of a gig and a snuff movie. <laughs> <laughs>
3: as far as we know, no one got murdered at this gig either.
2: That's true, yeah. That we know. I feel like maybe someone might have keeled over though. Like they the average age of the OPF concert, yeah, I would say was probably like you. Know, they're the one of the only bands I know who are, like the fan as they get more popular, the fan base gets older. Okay. It's weird, like when a band like kind of breaks into the mainstream, you then start to get yeah. like a lot of younger fans, you know, yeah. like easier to find music, stuff like that. Um, OPEF, their fan base just seems to get older and older and older. I think that makes sense with their change of sound as well. Yeah, yeah. I would say for so. For sure. Yeah. We went to the Opeth at the O2 uh, on Sunday. You did. Uh, Dan, you go for this one because I've talked enough about sweat. <laughs> sure.
3: Uh, it was really good. We didn't bother with the port band just because we were catching up with a mate of ours. We hadn't seen in a little while, so it was just quite nice. Uh, went to the Griffin. Had some nice beers. Just a
1: shout out to Griffin because it's... Great pub. Great little pub.
3: Really if you're, if you're tasty Bristol,
1: beers. And you like any kind of heavy music.
3: Yeah. Just go there. Heavy, good beer, heavy music. Good company. And, yeah. Heavy music and good beer. And they're really yeah, nice yeah. there as well. It's just a nice atmosphere in there. It's, it's great. fun. Um, but yeah, Opeth was as always, I've never, I can't imagine, we were talking about this, I cannot imagine Opeth putting on a bad song, a bad set, sorry. Yeah. Or bad performance at all. They were just brilliant. Um, their new album we talked about a bit before. We and did, yes. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. It's only grown on me more since we yeah, talked about when, it.
2: Yeah, because when we talked about it, I, I ended up buying the vinyl that day, uh, and uh, yeah, it's 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 maybe my favorite album of this year. And there's even there's even one song on it which I'm not actually that keen on. And I just skip now. Um, but everything else is just so good. Yeah, cool. um, I feel like they've clicked now with the
3: the transition from for, the, for those who don't know, they started off as basically death metal band. Yep, yeah. melodic death metal band. Yeah, You've listened to the, and, the first
2: two albums. Uh,
3: I don't know if I have. Well, I like, probably have at it's some like point.
2: Prog rock in early in flames. It's like big guitar yeah. harmonies. Well, yeah, weird. it's really different. Yeah, um,
3: and then they've so they've always had a prog element to their music, and then they've just more and more now embraced that side of things. And I think this latest one has been a really
1: nice c- coming together both sounds into one. Um, they've moved from like a castle in Mordor to yeah. the Shire, right?
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, probably like, a good way of putting yeah, it. I would yeah. say so.
1: Um, and but they, they
3: were excellent. I can't fault them at all. Uh, the cool. set was really good. There was like three songs off a new album, and then one song off every album since Blackwater Park. Yeah, cool. Which so again, helped with that sort of showing the the, the change of style yeah. and how it's flowed because it all flew flowed together really well. Cool. Mm. Um, they also
2: had like lots of video screens as well. Yeah.
3: Um, so one behind them. Yep. So everyone was up on big risers. Like the drum was much higher up than normal okay. for, the, for the O2, and then they had one above each fire exit,
2: either side of the stage. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Which is the first time we've had that set up, apparently. Opeth had on the tour. Um, when they started with the uh, the opening song, it kind of begins with like the vocals just going
0: ah, yeah,
2: and it, it every time that would happen, there would be like a shot of the entire band stood together just screaming ah, but cool. like zooming into the camera. Yeah, yeah, it was it was super funny actually. Like super like seventies. Yeah, cool. yeah. 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 Okay. Um, yeah. Like a little bit Bohemian rhapsody kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um but, but. oh one thing that was really cool as well is like if the new album they released two versions of it, one in English and one in yes. Swedish. Yeah. And they considered the Swedish version, which they recorded originally to be like true version of it. Like all the melodies were designed, you know, be sung in Swedish. Yeah, it sounds great, great in Swedish, Swedish as well. Yeah. 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 Um, So, they did all those songs in Swedish as well. They didn't do them in English for, you know, English speaking audience, which I thought was really cool because I hadn't really listened to them in Swedish. And like, but it's funny because like there's going to probably be at some point, once people are more familiar with the album, he's going to be singing it in Swedish, but people are probably going to be singing it back in English. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I think is, Yeah. yeah, kind of funny. Um, but the one thing which oh, like look
1: like live translation, right? So <laughs> yeah, like, you yeah, know, you yeah. know, when you get those apps and you speak into it, and it will change the language as you speak.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hang on, was that from a sci-fi film? Actually, um, so, I, mean, I don't know.
3: because Google Translate is getting up there. Now. Yeah, but, that, it is, that's isn't how it?
2: that's how the uh, that's how Star Trek works. Yeah, I think that's what I was yeah. yeah. Or the Babblefish. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you you've. You, I think subconsciously you are becoming a Star Trek fan, whether you know it or not. So yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, We started talking about Star Wars But like you're about I think, I think by the time I said this Go on explain what, what's ah, happened so I, My
1: neighbour uh, Is very noisy Very very noisy uh, They only speak I've by shouting I've never
3: heard them When I've been around here ever
1: No you wouldn't <laughs> Trust me They only communicate by shouting At each other And it's uh, like ludicrous well, like you just did <laughs> 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 um, It's ludicrous and they keep playing. There's this theme that keeps playing, and <laughs> I know it. And it sounds. I, I looked through like every single film company's opening. I know. shot trying to figure out what this sound was. So I had to whistle it or sing it to you guys down yeah. the phone, and you didn't know what it was. And we passed it on. So
2: I, I shared. Then, qu- I shared it with quite a few people. So I put it in the group chat. But, uh, uh, I a shared it seven of Bristol's finest yeah, minds. I, yes. <laughs> I shared. Everyone I shared it with said it was the antiques roadshow theme. No, it no, was, I, was like, I was like, it's not, it's not but that. that it's it it's reminiscent. <laughs> but I, I, I totally associated it with like, this is some sort of Sunday evening TV show, which it now, totally
1: was. I, my thought when I was like, well, it's none of these film companies. Hmm. I was like, shit, is it Star Trek? And I knew it wasn't the space. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I checked out the other one, Deep Space Nine, I yeah. think, yeah. or something. Great. Yeah. Also yeah. got a great
3: theme. And next that. generation's got a good one,
1: and it wasn't that. Yeah, um, and I was like, "Well, fuck me, no one knows." <laughs> Until
2: yeah, so this uh, guy, yeah, and then uh, well, it wasn't actually me. It was, it was our friend Sam. Uh, uh. He he was like, "Yeah, that's the that's the uh, Voyager theme." right all was your like, music oh, right. off the thing it? is like, you were like yeah you, you were uh, texting like what's this thing what is it what is it as soon as I figured it out I texted it to both you I texted it to Kizzy I texted it in the podcast group chat <laughs> nothing no response yeah. I was like I was more like so ungrateful yeah I was like Itching for you to find out what it was. I was like, please. I like I was like, I was going to have to phone him. Like, answer the phone. I know what this theme is. Voyager. Bye. But, um, <laughs> I was. So I sent it to a friend, and she was like, it's the Antics Roadshow. And then she was like, oh, James, you also did a really good job singing that. And I was like, that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think because you've heard that theme so much now, you are going to. Oh my god. Actually, I have, yeah. Okay, we'll get back to in a second. Yeah, and then and, we'll get back to Opeth. Yeah, so but I thought, like, you were going to be indoctrinated and become a Star uh, Trek fan. And I said that... It's you're just getting voyager ingrained. Voyager is the one to get you into. Yeah, it. yeah. and I, I joked that, like, you're, you're going to wake up in the middle of the night and you're going to be stood, like, above the... Uh, downstairs, like, in your pants with a pair of scissors about to snip the Star Wars midnight showing tickets in half. Ooh. Or, like, set fire to them. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> that- I but, must only like one. Yeah, there can only be one.
1: Uh so yeah, that's that's what's new with me. Yeah, OPEF. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, OPEF. So, Opef, so <laughs> yeah. again,
2: not a fault with the band or the set whatsoever. Oh I, sorry, my point was in Star Trek the badges they've got on their chest, yeah, yes. they're the communicators, they're also like universal translators as well. So that's nice. how they understand what yeah. language nice. you're saying. Yeah. Okay,
3: yeah, yeah cool. <laughs> um and yeah, so the front man is a really good raconteur uh like, like yeah. he, he just is a really good storyteller he's you can tell he just loves what he does he always seems really grateful people have come out and like i think yeah. he really enjoyed playing bristol
2: yeah because it was like there's only a free date tour and they one of them was like damnation fest in leeds i can't remember where it was that, there was like free I feel date. like
3: you, they played norwich or somewhere around yeah it
2: was norwich and then bristol and like that was it cool. like, something like that and they played dublin as well yeah but like not even but, like not even like a london show yeah if it uh, shows that
1: Weird, I guess, yeah. then that must be And he was, like, amazed at how lively, him, yeah. which
3: we'll get into, but how lively the crowd was for a Sunday as well. Okay. Um, the problem is he's really funny and really clever, tells funny stories, just a great front man. Except that it's now got to the point, and I didn't really notice it as um, much before. I think it's evolved. Um, think it's quite... Where some members of the crowd, only some, have taken it upon themselves to heckle him to get a reaction, and I don't mean like it's not even like rude heckling. It's just like "I, I love you" or, uh, or stuff like that. Except there was one guy. He hit so uh, Mikhail had a big, wide brim hat on. Okay, he had a really good look. He had a strong yeah. look. He okay. had sort of like a long, like a really good silhouette, I would say. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and the hat really suited him, and he yeah. So this guy yells up something about um, something about his hat. About how he like oh, so.
2: So basically, he, he started playing a major chord and joking about how like it's a happy song, happy song. Like, but the rule is there's no major chords allowed in Opeth, and he's like, yeah. "No, you like That was actually a rule. No major chords." Yeah. This one okay. guy goes, "Yeah, there was another rule. It was no hats either." Um. Ugh. And he turns around and goes, "Actually, when we first started, I used to wear a baseball cap all the time that had the Voivod logo on it." Yeah. So. Fuck you. Yeah, everyone cheered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fuck you hats. But what happened was at the beginning as how, soon as how, he's wearing a hat. How uh, that's <laughs> that's for with How dare you talk to him like that? <laughs> he keeps wearing like a, a potato sack. <laughs> Fine <laughs> Cause uh when they Outrageous. so as soon as they finished the first song, this woman who's like fucking hammered started screaming at was like I was like, uh Michael, have my babies And he just looked up and I went did you bring them with you? <laughs> uh, and everyone just cheered. And that after that, like everyone wanted to get a reaction from him. That's the worst thing, because like, yeah, he obviously he's just being a
1: good guy by, mm. you know, yeah, giving a bit of banter back and whatnot. Yeah, it, it
2: validated it exactly. That's, so, it. Yeah. That's it. As soon could,
1: as it happens, everyone's like, "Shit, how do I get a rise? Right? Yeah. How do I get could, this man to acknowledge Exactly. Me? And you could tell you probably
2: yeah. had like some stuff to say and just never really got the chance. Uh, I, it won't like he was like okay. Hecklers <laughs> Uh on a Sunday in Bristol. How's everyone doing? <laughs> he, oh, was like, he literally quickly was like, It's gonna be one of those kind of shows. Like he knew straight away. Um Better not stop him for coming back. Yeah, absolutely. Uh but at the end he was like, he's, yeah, the joke's like, Yeah, we have a thing which we call Sunday crowds, and you guys are not a Sunday crowd. Yeah, they loved it. it That's you good. You could tell they enjoyed playing. The it's he he should have taken a leaf out of um
1: Justin Hawkins' book on how to deal with hecklers. Uh when I saw them. What's the, at the book Fleece? called? Nice. He published it. Nice. Yeah.
2: Penguin Classics. Oh my god. Talking <laughs> to Heckler. God, talking to Hecklers, yeah.
1: yeah. Um no. Uh when we saw them at the Fleece, it was quite an intimate show, it's like 400 capacity at the yeah. Fleece. Someone was shouting something, and Justin Hawkins told the entire audience to be silent so he could hear what this one person was saying. He's <laughs> like, no, go on. Go on. He's like, you want everyone to hear you? Here's your moment. Go for it. He says something. <laughs> he just goes. It wasn't worth it, was it?
2: <laughs> everyone starts booing this guy. Amazing. Yeah, so it was Incredible. wonderful. That's great. Um yeah. the best That's how you thing, deal with the heckler. When, when people were quite rowdy, uh Michael would suddenly like in like his death metal voice, he would just start screaming, <laughs> order Yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah everyone's great. like shut up. You got but, code. Oh no, yeah. people were chatting at the
3: uh bar at points where we were compete they were competing with the music.
2: Yeah, they were trying to talk over it the music. It was like the
3: music was impeding their conversation. <laughs> <laughs> was like, just fucking go out because they got really good soundproof doors yeah. in the uh, O2. Just go out to the merch bit and talk out there. Yeah. Why the fuck are you here? Yeah. yeah. Cause it was, and it wasn't even like little chat about oh that was a great song or I love this bit. It was like literally full on catch ups.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How you doing?
2: They were, they, but they were so like it, cause, and I could see constantly because I was like looking over my shoulder it was like really aggravating me. Um, it was like we went to a cinema to see Spider-Man those dudes were oh, hammering and talking over the movie yeah it was, it was that kind of thing and then, but then, we, did, and then we went to Midsummer like the next yeah, week oh, and the same thing happened two old boys
1: there's yeah. two old dudes yeah but I,
3: yeah, I scared the crap out of one of them and they quiet for most of it after that
1: because <laughs> um, like <laughs> was, fear was, is the only way he was also drinking red wine as well yeah <laughs>
2: really I know <laughs> so um, but I, I noticed everyone look, turning around to look at these people who were chatting just by, propped up at the bar chatting and so, like, everyone was kind of noticing it. At one point, I thought about going down to just the front because okay. uh, I was like, I had a, we had a really good a bit of peace. Yeah, just for <laughs> a bit of peace, yeah. Well, I'll go down to the pit, yeah. i will do. Um, but I think what it was is the fact that they were playing new songs. They were playing them in Swedish. Uh, mm. And then they played a couple of, like, deep cuts from the first two of their more proggy albums, which I think didn't quite click with people in the same way. So I think yeah, people but, just thought, okay, this is just an excuse to talk. But like they're a band that have these really it's strong not, is it? No. no. Yeah. they have these really strong like dynamics. Like, yeah, when they're loud, they're loud, but when they're quiet, it's amazing. like the most some of the quiet moments I just like close my eyes and just enjoy listening to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And where when people were talking over it, like it just immediately detracts from those quieter moments. I mean the guy has like one of the best singing voices in yeah. in yeah. rock and metal. And you're just talking over him while he's singing. That sounds so, a fury. Yeah. yeah. It's just fucking rude as yeah. well. But yeah. the good thing was that like basically I think they once they started to get towards the sort of like sec I would say the last third of a set, it was like all of like the I say hits. But it it brought everyone in, and then like the heckling basically okay, kind of stopped, cool. and people stopped talking over it. Like as soon, basically as soon as they played something off of Ghost Reveries, like everyone was like, yeah. "Okay." It wasn't yeah. even like one. It wasn't even like one of the bigger like songs. No, because I've but, seen like, them do Grand Conjuration, but it yeah, was, which is a uh, Ghost yeah. Position, but like it it like brought everyone in. Um, yeah, they're absolutely amazing, though. They Yeah, really incredible. Are. I've and, never seen them
3: even remotely come close to not playing a good show. Yeah. It's just perfect. They
2: are, they've are. they just been announced as uh, one of the headliners for Octangent Festival. Which is really oh, yeah. awesome. Wow. That's a really yeah. good headliner. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I mean, I'm good. I, that's, to I just, mean, that's a real...
1: It's a real get. It feels like a real step up from a lot of years as well.
2: Yeah, like, it's funny because they've had... I guess it's, diff- it's very different to a lot of the things. I right? would say... I would. To me, I'd say they're one of the biggest headliners they've had. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, so. Because like, they've had, they've, they've had, like, Dillinger headline. They've had... Uh, Death Heaven headline. I think Converge of headlined. But like Opeth. Opeth's huge. Bro. Yeah. Opeth and for so long as well. Yeah, Op- yeah. Opeth, like, you know, they started at like Sydney Opera House and yeah, um Hall, uh, Royal Albert Hall, uh, at Royal Albert think, Hall yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like it's a big one to me. But yeah, goddamn. It's a big get. Yeah. Good to Opeth. They're great. They're really great. Yeah. They're a good band. Oh, also, just going to drop another quick plug-in for the albums I was going do this week as well. Um, Creeper. Yes. Deserted. Not deserted. <laughs> deserted. Um, because they're all from Arizona, apparently. There you go. Um, I so said, apparently, really, why yeah. would they lie? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, just,
2: <laughs> as far as
1: we know. According to some malicious Wikipedia hacks. <laughs> yeah,
2: we're yeah, really going to want to see that birth certificate. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, they had the album out this year, um, which is just, yeah, a absolute stonking death metal. I'd album. never heard of them until you recommended it. Yeah, I'd only heard of them when the whole band Yeah, just the guitar is just like, it's like a buzzsaw. Like, absolutely yeah. amazing stuff. Just real good, crunchy death metal. Yeah. Um, well, also did listen- you do
3: like
1: it? I thought it was fine. Yeah. 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 They seem to be making big waves. It's quite interesting, like Kerrango. A- I think if you're really into death metal, yeah. then there's no reason you wouldn't love it. Yeah.
3: yeah. It's weird, though, because. Krengbaser Hailhammer was like a gateway band into yeah. death metal in the mainstream. I, do you know what? Which, I, which th- I found a bit much. Yeah, yeah. And I really like them, but they don't. You know, they they're not doing anything but say Black Dahlia. Black Yeah, Black
2: Dahlia. Like, if you want a gateway to a gateway drug, yeah. then it's gonna be Black Dahlia. First because because it's a mix of American death metal and Scandinavian death metal, yeah. like right yeah. down the middle. I guess.
1: I guess for me, my my gateway was death. And I still kind of think I was like, "That's super like accessible. That's just like brash, but oh yeah, oh yeah, earlier stuff, yeah, 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 definitely." Um, But no, it sounds good. I think it's probably because it's got nice modern production, and you get a lot of death bands that just have really shitty production. Yeah, like it's it's like
3: the guy from Converge, isn't it? Kurt Kurt Blue, Kurt Blue, yeah. Yeah.
2: He's great. He He also sings too, but on the album, no, on Converge, right? right, Okay. I just wanted to get a little rhyme in there. <laughs>
1: well, talking of uh, death metal, I've got a little uh, little quiz for you now, Jim. It's, okay. It's one question. Right. So, uh, Morrissey. We're familiar with Morrissey. Yeah, Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Morrissey has been selling some pretty exclusive vinyls. This is fantastic. Okay. Now, you're a vinyl man. Yes. You're going to be into this. So, in his um, US tour at the moment... He's selling some signed vinyls. Why is this newsworthy?
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a perfectly normal thing to, to, to sell on tour. Yeah. Why is it newsworthy? Mm. Have a guess. Guess Morrissey. Okay, so it's going to be one of two things. It's going to be something to do with militant veganism. <laughs> nope. No. Or it's going to be something to do with his... Um, right-wing right-wing views. Right-wing, yeah, views, <laughs> Yeah, yeah okay. It's not that either. No. Uh, this so, is really fucking
1: weird. <laughs> so for $200, you can <laughs> get uh, a... Um, a signed Morrissey record yeah signed by Morrissey mm-hmm. for $300 for an additional 100 you can buy an Iggy Pop record <laughs> signed a, by a Bowie record <laughs> Lou Reed signed by Morrissey isn't that amazing <laughs> but that's like in the Simpsons
0: yeah, when got guy yeah. has yeah
3: but it's a signed picture of Sean Connery signed by Roger Moore yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's the first thing I thought of, but I, yeah why is he signing and selling other people's records? We've been sat on this because Jim didn't know about this. We've been yeah. sat on this for like <laughs>
1: two weeks. Yeah, oh. I think so. Oh. Yeah. And more,
2: more importantly, as well. Are people buying th- it? That's problem. what I want to know. I have no people idea. absolutely worship him um, like, for all of the shitty stuff he says and does. But what I love is that he's valued the work of other people higher than himself.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: Even he knows. Yeah. But just, like, look, that was like Luri's Transformer. There was was that Aladdin Sane as well. So, like, yeah, yeah those better, yeah. better than Morrissey's solo stuff. Like, what? Yeah. An but extra hundred. Morrissey actually. Put in, <laughs> I didn't consider that part of it, really. Uh, yeah. yeah. Christ. Because well, well, he, yeah. he gets his own records on discount from uh, the label. <laughs> oh, <So, laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's just trying to make some coin yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coins are expensive these days, guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, you like the ultimate Morrissey like narcissistic like I say an ultimate but like so, like he when he had his uh, autobiography published by Penguin Classics really? yeah uh-huh. like so he wasn't like obviously Penguin Classics is for like rep- reprints of like yeah, in Wonderland yeah. yeah literally yeah, yeah. like classic novels yeah. like Tolstoy <laughs> like George Orwell <laughs> yeah. stuff like that you know <laughs> he's like no I want my first publishing to be first published edition to be a Penguin Classic <sighs> yeah, but I don't want see, to give him too much air time, um, to be honest There's also a video, I think it's, um, who is it? Might be, oh, what's his name? Peter Serafenowicz, who reads the first chapter of Morrissey's autobiography <laughs> okay. As if he's singing it <laughs> like a Smith song Oh, amazing
3: <laughs> I always think of that um, um, clip from, well, it was Total Pops, but Total Pops 2 now Where Niv- Nirvana or... are playing Come As You Are?
2: Yeah no, I think it smells like Spirit. It might be it like it. Spirit. Yeah, okay.
3: Um, but I think it was a weird setup where the music had to be uh, like a backing track. Yeah, but they would let him sing. Yes. Um... So they're all half assing miming yeah. I And mean, he sings the whole thing like Morrissey. <laughs> yeah. And it's really yeah. fucking weird and bad and good. Um Yeah, I haven't got any time for Morrissey, so. Yeah, um I was
2: for a hundred extra bars A man who seems to have forgotten but uh, tape
3: recorders. <laughs> tape recorders were a thing. So they'll say awful stuff in an interview. <laughs> so deny buy it
0: right <laughs> now.
3: <laughs> I and mean, then I go, Well no, we recorded you saying these awful.
2: Wow, Star Hogs Last.
1: I'm I'm just I'm so into this though. It's I'm a so bold move, this. isn't it? Isn't it incredible? It's so weird. It's so weird. Not only are you like undermining your own product, or maybe it's to make his look like a bargain. Oh, he's not expecting anyone to buy. Yeah. yeah,
3: shit. It's like shit. Because well, two hundred dollars is a lot, but compared to three hundred dollars, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah right. you're saving a third of the price. So <laughs> exactly. yeah. yeah, wow. I bet, yeah. You, I bet if you look really closely as well, all the records are in plastic sleeves, and you could just interchange them. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Oh my God! Wow, yeah.
1: Jesus! I've never heard of this happening. Have you ever heard of an artist selling another artist's merch? No,
2: I don't no. think so. No, off the top of my head, I can't think. Nope, I, I can't think of an example. of that. that's
1: lunacy at all. Yeah. World first, ladies and gentlemen. World first. Who had the idea about right Do
3: drinking? it was him. It's. I mean, it sounds like the weird. Fucking Is it his thing personal record do? collection? Maybe that's why he's
1: valuing it more. No. Maybe. I don't know i don't imagine i don't imagine him enjoying what, the work of other artists i
2: yeah <laughs> like how kanye just sits at home listening to his own music yeah I can, yeah i can <laughs> imagine morrissey's just does the yeah. same as well so he doesn't listen Isn't to the like smiths either, alan
3: bennett as well i'm pretty sure <laughs> oh, yeah, i think at some point there's definitely something there yeah <laughs> wow
2: okay well, i don't, um, think, I don't what know what was uh, your blood from mouth. there <laughs> I was just going to say yeah um, last I heard uh, Morrissey and Smiths have been uh, blacklisted at uh, Mother's Ruin after Morrissey said some pretty nasty things over other year uh, yeah that doesn't sound uh, like my, Morrissey yeah here's my blab mouth story this is fucking great here's your here's your chance to spend eight days with Jeff Tate
0: <laughs> <laughs> fucking
3: hell <coughs> eight days with Jeff Tate <coughs> Jesus oh, that sounds like a book doesn't it <laughs> you know like Marilyn and me or uh, <laughs> eight you know. days
1: with Jeff Tate
2: yeah fuck <laughs> me oh. okay well i was just read the article is it, in, is it in prison
1: <laughs> uh,
2: eight days the photo of him is like god he could literally be like anyone's dad on Facebook in this photo. This is him outside like a... <laughs> a like outside. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh, so,
3: Jeff Tate was the singer of Queen Shrike?
2: Yeah, yeah, so I'll read the article to you. Former Queen Shrike frontman Jeff Tate is offering his fans a chance to join him on a Pacific, uh, yeah, Pacific Northwest tour in January 2020. In a newly released two-minute video promoting the offer, Tate says, it seems like I've been on the road for about 40 years straight. I spend more time on the road travelling than I do at home. I thought that other people might find what I do interesting. So I started a touring company called Backstage Pass Travel to take people on the road with me and show them my world. Not only do we take people on sightseeing tours in the area that we're visiting, <laughs> amazing, but we're also surrounding ourselves with music. Uh, there's and there's musicians entertaining the guests almost continuously. <laughs> oh my god, that's sounds re- repentless.
3: But like his, hey, but it's his band or like it's brand random musicians. Doesn't like, specify mariachi band. Uh, and... No, it's, he's just
2: going around buskers of like, yeah, different cities. This guy plays a, a madhouse. <laughs> uh, backstage, past travellers taking guests to Ireland, Italy, France, and Germany. Okay. And this year, offering something quite different: the Pacific Northwest, my home, where I live, where I grew up. We're also going to be inviting people to come to our rehearsal for our up-and-coming tour in 2020. It's the 30th anniversary of the album Empire. So they're performing the entire Empire album back to front, front to back, <laughs> back to front.
3: Wait, are they playing shows on this tour? Yeah, on these tours. Okay, good. Yeah. So he does not really hey, mention that.
2: No, he's, he said
1: that you can come to their rehearsals as part of this eight-day thing. But you're not around, guaranteed around to... Around take... his hometown. Yeah. In prep for a tour. He hasn't mentioned playing a gig once. I think this is eight days prior to a tour. That you hang out with... Jeff Tate,
2: yeah, they're also going to play the wholesome. entire Rage That's Florida album. Uh, yeah, okay. so man, man who looks like a <laughs> pantomime genie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so if you want to ride ferry boats to uh Mid-Maker. San Juan Islands, visit quaint uh, quaint seaport towns, if you want to be uh one on one in rehearsals and hang out with me and hear the music before our tour begins, come on board. This yeah. is pretty tour yeah.
1: yeah. You're not how much is it? Because we should probably this would be great content. We spent eight days with Jeff Tate. But imagine that would be
3: amazing. Or I was thinking. Imagine like you surprise. Uh, you, you say to like your girlfriend, you are like, do you to Go on holiday to like Pacific Northwest. That is a very beautiful part of the world. Yeah, I uh, think we
1: could see some fishing villages. And then you surprise them
3: by like, Jeff, come on out. Also, I mean, we haven't got time to cover all the Jeff Tate stuff. I want to talk about. But
1: that's a separate episode. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but Operation Mindcrime, great album. Yes. Um, not the band Operation Mindcrime. To make that clear, but... <laughs> just, just, just to actually. Also, how's uh, it spelled? The
2: word Jeff? Uh, <laughs> just, just to get to the end of this. This is part of like the actual like copy uh, official blurb. Yeah. Uh, on this week-long sightseeing tour, you will share experiences unique to this area with Jeff and his fellow musicians. You will attend two rehearsal days with Jeff. As his band uh, and his band as they get ready for the Empire and Rage for Order tour. Okay. Uh you'll ride ferry boats to historic seaport towns, experience the culture of the people native to the area. Okay. You'll spend every day of these eight days of Jeff <laughs> <laughs> uh, experiencing what he calls home. God. Alright, so look at some of these prices. Yeah,
3: Jeff Tate, look
2: him up. He's a lot
3: to cover. Queen's are right, a really good band. Yeah. yeah. And uh album more Fresh Mind Crime's great yeah then things went a bit south long story short he now fronts a band called Operation Minecraft and he's changed his name either from GEOFF to JEFF or vice versa I can't remember which way around it's, it is oh man it's, yeah it's Do a, a big, this is, big name this game.
2: is a lot like the tour me and my dad did in the Netherlands but with Jeff Tate uh, he'll take you to he'll take you to Pike uh, Place Market visit the Space Needle in the aquarium uh, I'd love to
1: go to an aquarium with Jeff Tate yeah
2: yeah, oh uh, finishes the night with a pub crawl with Jeff's guitarist, Kieran... Uh, <laughs> oh, not Jeff! Not Jeff! Warning, don't
3: try and drink as much as the Scottish. Wait, so does he hand you off to the guy you've not met? You've been spending a whole day with somebody? And then he goes, hey,
1: no, you're going on, you're going on a bender call. with a stranger.
3: Off you go. Yeah. So, so day one when you arrive. Oh, my God. I'm so glad I asked you about his headlines. A bender
1: with a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was their fourth album, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: oh, Jeff okay. Tate. So they'll pick you up from uh, either one of the uh, Seattle airports. Uh, you have a chance to hang with the band members in town for rehearsal and other musicians in, tour, in town for this tour. So I guess for support bands as well uh then uh on the monday uh God, we're running out of time for one book first you're only uh, on day two yeah uh, day two go down to uh, downtown seattle wander pipe place market visit the space needle and aquarium take photos of the famed gum wall from the building uh empires video uh we'll give you some free time to shop and wander around and then finish like the with pub crawl jazz guitarist kieran <laughs> day three Go shooting with Queensryche guitarist Kelly Gray or hiking with Emily and Susan Tate to the beautiful Wallace Falls. So you Where's, you Jeff? Up to? Where's Jeff? <laughs>
3: <laughs> so it's, it's Susan and Emily, are they, like, I'm guessing, what, wife and daughter or...? Yeah,
2: it looks like his wife and daughter, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, but also Queensryche guitarist. So he's not even in Queensryche anymore, but somehow the guitarist of Queensryche is involved in this. Wait, oh Wait. my God, hang on. <gasps> is he accidentally giving away a reunion? Uh, Maybe they've got back. I don't don't think that's going to (laughs) happen. Finish the afternoon and evening by attending Jeff Tate's rehearsal with the band rehearsing Empire. Uh, Then, full stop, dinner with Jeff and the band provided. Uh, Day four, Jeff will drive you across the Pudget Pudget Sound by ferry boat to explore the old restored logging town of Port Gamble and Victorian (laughs) seaport town of Port Townsend. Oh, we will my. explore the quaint shops as well as the wooden boat building. Antiquing with Jeff Tate. <laughs> and then we'll spend the night together in Port Townsend. Wait, what? <laughs> Oh, no, actually, to be fair,
3: Jeff does buy you dinner beforehand, yeah. so yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, he knows the rules. Yeah. He's
2: a gentleman. Yeah. D- day five, gentleman Jeff Tate sounds like a wrestler. <laughs> gentleman Jeff Tate. Uh, oh. Okay, day five, breakfast in Port Townsend, oh, a ride back to the mainland uh, to go back to rehearsal, uh, watch uh, Rage for Order rehearsal, and meet uh, Art Cedar, a member of the uh, Aleut Nation of Alaska and a member of the Black Fleet Nation of uh, Montana. Uh, he's okay. a traditional dancer in powwows all over the USA and Canada, and a traditional man of his, of, uh, his sacred ceremonial ways of both his bloodlines. Art will then prepare... That, a hell, that was a huge promo
1: for this guy yeah, as well. Yeah.
2: <laughs> art will then prepare a buffalo dinner paired with Jeff's insomnia red wine. Okay. This guy looks amazing, this art dude. Insania. If there's Insane. Oh, Insane. Probably Red named wine.
3: after the... Uh, Peter Andre, Peter Andre, Andre song. song. Yeah. They, they uh, came up with in a dream. The thing is, this sounds like a really good holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Except you're
2: hanging out with, like, ex-members of Queensryche. <laughs> yeah, I would love to visit the Pacific Northwest. I think that's an oh amazing part of the US. <sighs> like, I would but love right, to go to Seattle. Day six. Uh, okay, day six. Uh, wake up and drive through the beautiful... This uh, sounds like a Shining, you know, when it comes up, like, Wednesday. The <laughs> beautiful Saget Valley uh, to visit the town of Lacona on the Salish Sea for lunch and walk around the town. La uh, LeCon is often voted the number one Washington State weekend getaway destination. Then take an hour-long ferry boat ride to San Juan where we will stay the night. Day seven. Spend the day exploring... <laughs> I don't like a lot of this now. <laughs> day seven. Spend the day exploring San Juan. Island. You a hotel. You can just uh, be wandering the streets. We'll remote. try and spot some whales as well as go out to Roach Harbour, a historic seaside resort, for lunch. We'll walk out to the lighthouse at Lime Kiln and look across the San... Uh, San Fuca to Canada. Okay. Uh, day eight. We'll take this ferry back to the mainland to deliver you uh, back to uh, the SeaTac Airport for your flight home, with your hearts full of memories and new friends.
3: Oh, this sounds
2: really wholesome, but also really fucking weird. It's so strange. How much is it? Uh, Struggling to see the pricing on here. Okay, well. okay hold right. on a second. If you got to ask, it's too uh, much. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Okay, here we go. I want to pay more. Uh, <laughs> book now. Yeah, right. Here we go. Oh my gosh! Okay, uh, we accept Fri- pa- we accept payment via PayPal. Our pricing uh, for this Actually. advertised tour is two thousand four hundred dollars uh, per person for single occupant. Uh, our double occupancy rate is two thousand one hundred US dollars per person. Okay, so yeah, uh, right, two grand, uh, two grand. So that's I guess. Yeah, so that's that's not You definitely that's not, st- not going to
1: include flights. What do you reckon? No, because it says that you get your choice of airport to be picked up from. Yeah, which means you're booking the flights.
2: Ah, uh,
1: that ain't including flights. I'm just yeah. thinking as well.
2: Don't. A lot There's of, no concert involved. Yeah, this is that's why it's insane. It's just the travel fees no. are non-refundable and non-negotiable. <laughs> non-negotiable. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. They also do one. What they means? do one. Fuck. They do one in Germany. We could go out to the Germany the Harvest Festival tour. We could go to Germany oh, for how much? Was it the same price? Oh, like, well, yeah. it costs us a hell of a lot less to get to Germany. Oh, so. I want to hang
3: out with Jeff Tate. If that was like a, it, if that was an
2: affordable price.
1: Also, hang on, wait, 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 wait. Hang on. I there is a huge, huge loophole here. Credit card. No, oh. no. One of
2: us. <laughs> the what? FAQ page is under construction. i
1: oh, yeah. show <laughs> showing the logo. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, one right. of us gets a ticket. Yeah, the others just go along because these are all public places that he can't stop us from going yes. to. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's goading Jeff Tate. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, we, we, stop it, we have the itinerary. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We just go to all these places. Yeah, it's like we will miss the rehearsal. I guess. In fact, but... speaking of Tate, it's like if
3: you go to the Tate Modern, well, probably you, uh, buy uh, a, a ticket to yeah. go see yeah. the There's yeah. always parties of like school kids being
1: given guided tours. Just follow those, man. You learn so much, (laughs) they can't stop you. Cool. Okay, so between the three of us, we just get one ticket. Yeah. And then we all just hang out with Jeff Tate. Oh, my God. Whether he wants to or not.
2: Oh, Jeff. There is, like, quite a lot of people here. it. does look genuinely wholesome. No, the whole thing sounds really wholesome. Um, It's it's just
3: weird. Insane. Insane. Who would you do that with, though? What do you mean? Real talk. So, not Jeff Tate, obviously. Uh, So, you know how we... As in, you get to pick anyone. I'd probably choose Bruce Dickinson. Oh, that'd be marvellous! Fucking great when sure. oh, yeah. they. I don't
2: think i could deal with the pressure. Going out to Norfolk
3: Fens with, uh, Bruce Aussie. Dickinson or something. Aussie, one hundred percent
2: Aussie. Yeah.
1: Uh, just want- imagine knocking about with Aussie. There'd be no itinerary
2: planned. It would just be. <laughs> uh, right. Does anyone want to hear a testimonial? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I finally. G- Tate. <laughs> I have finally healed from pinching myself so much to make sure I wasn't imagining Jeff and Susan Tate giving me and only a few friends a personal tour of Germany and France. Not to mention just hanging out in the evening with an insane-caliber group of musicians, drinking wine and being part of a group sing-along. This is definitely written by someone. anyone has high. an opportunity to <laughs> yeah. go to this once-in-a-lifetime kind of trip like this, I really don't know why you wouldn't take it. YOLO! says so Chad Harris from Texas, USA. No, Chad Harris no. is the most made-up name yes, I've ever absolutely. heard of. Bello. There's not, there's not from, a single person yeah.
1: called Chad that was into Jeff Tank. Yeah. Guy
3: Incognito from... <laughs> Oh, parts God. unknown well right i mean I th- I, we're gonna
1: have to leave it there we can't stop yeah. this now we've had a great time i hope you've had a great time listening to this <laughs> absolutely and if you have then please do let us know you can contact us directly via email at slowly at at gmail.com you can find us on facebook you find us on twitter where we are at slowly and if you want to see our instagram and you want to see probably a lot of pictures of jeff <laughs> yeah, Tate after <laughs> this one yep. you can find us at SlowlyWe rock podcast please do get in touch Please do if you can go onto um, iTunes or wherever you get podcasts from as well. Drop us a little review. Yes, please. It all helps. It's, it it does wonders. For it means us. a lot to us as well. Yeah, we it really, it really does. It. And um, it just means that more people are gonna gonna hear this as and well. And
3: potentially book for Jeff Tate tool. Yeah. yeah, and we
1: promise we're not on the payroll. No,
3: we'll let you know. <laughs> we're gonna do our own rival one. We'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Eight hours
1: in Bristol <laughs> for a grand.
2: Yeah. If anyone wants to pay a grand, we'll spend eight days with you. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's a grand less than Jeff Tate's tour. So and you get three times the yeah. the fun. Yeah. There uh,
0: you go.
2: Sebastian Bach as he turned down support slot on tour tour.
0: <laughs> I believe that for one second.
2: <laughs> right. Thanks for listening. guys. <laughs> you. <laughs>